The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. There we are. Hello, everybody. Better late than never, I say. Yep. Sorry, three minutes late. (laughs) It's all our (laughs) desperate fans. (laughs) Here we go. I mean, I'm my biggest fan, so... Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> to our desperate fans, that, that, was a, that was a crack up. That was great. Yeah. Love they're waiting. They're stuff. waiting right now. They they're are. sitting yeah. there and they're like, they are late. They're late. Where the fuck are they? <laughs> it's, Lucas, it's Lucas for everyone, by the way. It is. It is my fault. It's time zone issues. Time zones. <laughs> I'm sitting here having a latte, sitting, kicking back with my feet up, going, I've got an hour. <laughs> Oh, I was I like, and then you messaged me before you messaged me and I'm like getting into the zone. So I'm not looking at my phone and then it gets to like, you know, just before mm. six and I'm like, oh, he's fucked it again. Go, go, go and get my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you mean getting into the zone? Tell me that. I feel like I just want to like, I think it's nice for me before I do anything like this to like make sure mm. everything's kind of my energy's in the right place. My energy is with myself it's easy to, you know, when you have your working day, especially for me, it's at the end of the day, right? So I've been out, I've been doing things quite a bit. So I'm like bringing myself back to center before yeah. I kind of do something like this. And you're, you've just woke up, so you've had your nice morning routine, but I've had, you know, here, there, today, and a Monday. Yeah. Yeah, my Mondays are usually just kind of organizing the week a little bit. I like to see them as a little bit of a, you know, do my emails, do things like that, and just get myself yeah. set up. So it's yeah. good for me to come back to center. Good for me to come back before I start speaking. Yeah, I love that. I love that about you. That's mm. really that says a lot about you because, like, your integrity. Because I know you love doing this, and like mm. your um, integrity around like making sure that you're in your in an authentic space. You know, I think that's mm. really really cool. I, I I was going to do that. <laughs> I planned to do that, <laughs> but then I was like, oh, I'm getting the call from Emma. Uh, it's now. Okay, <laughs> give me two minutes. Hurry the fuck up. Yeah, and then it's but I like doing that too. Like, it's like, it's also spontaneity is, yeah, is what was sure. meant to happen for you, you know? Like I had that moment where I was meant to kind of get in the zone and then come a bit out of the zone to like come and get you in the room. So it's kind of like yeah. we've got that spontaneity that goes into it as well and a lot comes from that. Yeah. And you know what? It's a good topic to talk about right now because mm. there's this whole thing around like I've been feeling into this of, of seeing back of my, my old self and how I used to deal with chaos and mm. how I used to deal with change. And there was a very different response than to what I've got now. And we can probably di- dissect this for both both parts of you and I, like mm. how our past is different to now and, and how we respond differently instead of reacting, right? But like if that had happened, I would have shit myself. I would have been like if that had happened probably t- maybe two years ago where I was like I felt the pressure that I was like, oh, my God, I've got a deadline. Someone's going to be there. I'm going to let someone down. Um, I don't want to let them down. I don't want them to think differently of me. I don't want them to think that like, I'm a slacker. Instead, I had literally no charge in my body. And I was like, oh, two minutes. Yeah, give me two minutes. I'll be there. No worries. Um, and it's like goes to show how much you feel, you've replenished your your inner value, your worth, to say the words of others, the expectations of others the don't impact you. Plus, you're not going to... Which which eliminates this like people pleaser element, you know? 
Did you find that that was cultivating a lot of awareness and calmness and almost peace within yourself that allowed you to kind of show up in that way and not react to chaos? Yeah, well, I think what it was was looking at the behavior, the, the patterns behind the behavior. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, why do I, why do I get so t- triggered when this happens? Like, mm-hmm. there's only three things that we can control. That's our thoughts, our actions, and our attitude. And like I was just saying this morning to Danielle, I'm like, I choose. Like people ask me why I'm calm now, and I'm like, well, there's no other better choice. Mm-hmm. Right? There's, that's that's how I respond. That's how I'm responding because I could choose to be like pissed off i could choose to be angry i could choose to shout about that i could choose to get upset at that person but that's that's not going to solve anything it's like you're trying to like diffuse a bomb by throwing another bomb at it Mm. instead of using compassion using understanding using calmness and diffusing it so it was more of the inner work i would say if someone was listening right now and they were thinking i can't help but react i just react and something just comes out of me what would you say to them I would say forgive yourself first. Mm. Like let let you don't get angry at yourself Be, um, because it's easier to go, oh, you idiot, don't, like I told you, you're trying to, you know, especially when you just start on this journey, I told you not, why are you getting so shitty? Stop doing that. Um, and then you sort of maybe you, you don't do it in the moment, but maybe you do it when you go home and you go, why did I yell at that person? I shouldn't have done that. You're an idiot. You know, never speak to yourself like that. Give yourself compassion, forgiveness, and just use your awareness now to pick up on why you did that and to to look deeper into that because there's um, this beautiful element to this world that we live in, this field that we're expanding into and a part of that everyone that comes into it comes to help us find us. Mm. And it's like the greatest healing technique that you can use is like Emma might come into my life today and piss me off, trigger me. But Emma didn't trigger me. She helped me. She helped guide me. I've got to take responsibility for that encounter and say, Emma's going to help me find me. And that was not me that came out. So now I got to see a little bit of me and witness it with my awareness and go, okay, why did I do that? Mm. And what did I want to do instead? What part of me is hurting from this moment? What part of me feels attacked in this moment well, part of me is feels vulnerable and exposed in this moment and then you can just like work down through that and that's the healing process right that's mm-hmm. like when you go to a therapist when i work with people we're just breaking it down and going okay why okay cool that's cool now how do you want to respond how do we want to what's your energy where do you want to go what are you deeply upset about what are you deeply angry about it's the healing process it takes courage to face those parts oh, of yourself and really a lot of courage to then see yourself in others as well. Oh, man, it, it's a journey, like a couple years for me to really start to do this. Like first I went through a phase where I'm like, no one's me. Nah, I refuse that. Then I started slowly accepting that idea and then I started to witness it and I was like, oh, yeah, I can see that I do that. It takes a little bit of humility at that point. But then you're like, you see something that is completely coming from your unconscious, right, in someone else that's someone trigger you and you're like, that's definitely not me. No. Nah this doesn't work. This thing isn't real. You doubt it, but then you give it time and you see it and you realize, yes, it is me. Mm -hmm. There is a part of me in this person. And that gives us compassion for that person and compassion for ourselves to say, thank you for allowing this to come forward. Because once it's at the surface, it's ready to go. So now you eventually get to the point now where I'm at and you're at where we're like, it's all me. 
I might not I might not know that it's all me yet. I might not be able to see that part of me yet, but I know it's all me. There's no point shouting back because that's just putting energy back into this field which keeps the loop cycling. There's energetic loops mm. just cycling over and over and over again. And then once you stop that reaction and projection, right, this is this is the part of mastering your field, which is the huge part of relim- eliminating tension. Just contract that reaction, projection, feel it within you, talk to it within you and you can navigate that way down to see where it's where it's at what's coming from a void mostly an inner child or a shadow and then we can start to once we witness it we can start to shift it and move through and then we eventually once it's the tensions healed we can learn from it but it's a it's a process and i'm sure you've gone through a process emma where you're like you know who you are today is very different to who you were a year ago in terms of your reactions to like chaos right completely i mean even I think we're we're moving on so quickly, especially right now, from even the version of ourselves yesterday, mm. from even of the version of ourselves a week ago. <clears throat> and the concept of letting go, it's not fully about letting go of those versions. It's in what you're saying there, the awareness of them, the acceptance of them. And it's more about that integration, right? How can we mm. learn from these patterns? How can we learn from what this person, what this reality is trying to show us, what the mirror of ourselves is trying to show us. And I think when we lean more into the ability to learn from our reality than react from our reality, that's when things start to change, the inside and the outside of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Realizing that gives you your power back, gives you your sovereignty back because you know that you're able to live a life that's right for you. Yeah. And you're able to use your reality for your healing. Mm -hmm. And I loved what you said there about even when we can't see it at the time. So maybe something's coming into our space, into our field that's not yet triggering us, right? And there's that separation. So I would do this for a while where it was like, okay, they're not triggering me, so it's not me, but it's still you. And like you said there, you might not have recognized it yet. You might not have seen it yet. But you can still heal in that moment. You can still then look to yourself, okay, what what is this trying to show me about my deep unconscious, my deep subconscious thoughts? And then that's when you can really allow it to come to the surface, right? Because Mm -hmm. life's showing you that for a reason. Life's taking you Mm -hmm. through this opportunity that you're currently experiencing. Everything is an opportunity for you to heal. Mm -hmm. Everything. Right? And that's not yeah. to say that all the time we have to be thinking this deeply. We are supposed to enjoy our reality. But there's a time and space that we can create from what's coming up in our reality. How do you do that? How do you do, for someone who's listening and they're experiencing things in their reality, right? They're seeing things. And in that moment, they're either triggered or they're not triggered, but someone's come into their reality who's more difficult for them to deal with, more challenging for them to deal with. How do we then recognize ourselves in those moments, even if we're not being triggered by it? Mm. How do we then come back and heal? And I I only ever say that, like, focus on the tension, right? So, like, Mm. which is the trigger that that will trigger someone. So, when if you're not getting triggered, then it's fine. Like, it's it's Mm. fine. But there will be some element of trigger if if someone's coming Mm. in that's difficult. There'll be something that 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 sort of moves in you. So you're focusing on the tension within you. Um, that determines whether you're triggered or not. So really being first, the process is like really being in the body and connecting with the body. And that might be through meditation, through yoga, like starting to, because a lot of us live outside of the body. 
And the body is the ancient artifact that gives us our source of information to go onto our right path every single moment. You think about what it takes for a a baby, you know, me and you were just two microscopic cells from two different humans came together in a perfect environment over nine months and nothing from nothing we were created. And we didn't need to take a breath in that nine months. We had everything there for us, right? And this body was functioning. It knew where to put the ears. It knew where to put the eyes. It knew where to put the heart. It knew how to beat the heart first before the brain. And it did all this stuff. Yet we forget that that intelligence still exists within us now. So as we go to sleep, our mind conjures up messages for us to heal, to awaken, to see things differently through the thought, through the phenomenon of dreams our fingernails grow as we sleep our hair grows as we sleep the body is is recuperating so you can live another day and with energy with vitality mm. and we tap out of that we we tap out of that first thing we go get the drink we go get the drugs we go get the sex we go get the party we go eat the chips at midnight we go do all these things and we don't respect it all it wants is our awareness our loving awareness so the first thing is to give it that then you can tune into the tension and if you're starting this journey right on this journey you're starting it or whether you're on it like halfway through you've just started you're you're a couple months in you're a couple years in this is this is relevant for every level right Mm -hmm. you you tune into the tension now whenever someone is out there and that triggers you that is your opportunity that is your moment. This takes radical responsibility, radical self-responsibility for people to go, I claim authority in my life. I will no longer let circumstances define who I am. I will no longer mm-hmm. let them beat me up, push me down and throw me to the side. I don't want that. Yes, yeah. I don't want to live a life where I'm beaten up and thrown to the side and like someone else can just walk all over me. I don't want people to walk all over me and I'm not going to walk all over other people. I just want to exist in my life. So taking the tension from your body, trusting that that person who triggers you is is not doing it personally, but your those two souls are interacting in that moment and they're giving he, he or she are giving you an invite to know yourself. And there's a there's a process to do it. And the the biggest thing that I always say, if I was to summarize this, is when you feel the tension, what I do is I and what I do with my clients, I'm like, where is it in the body? Like, where do you see it? Feel it? Where do you, what color is it? What shape is it? Tell me where it is. There it is. Close down the eyes, tune into it. And me and you did this that one time, right? Mm, and it was in your hands. Mm, my arms. And then, yeah. and then you think about it and you go, okay, now if this, you so just, you just give it your awareness. And what tends to happen with most people is after they've given it some, have some stillness and given it some awareness, the, the, um, the feeling gives insight and you're like, okay. This is what's coming up. So you're like sort of asking probing questions. What's coming up here? What, what is it that you want me to know? If you had a voice, what would you say to me? That's a big one. If you had a voice, what would you say to me? And then you just give it time and you say, I like just don't try and change it. Don't try and learn from it. Just try and communicate with it. Just try and connect with it. And what will happen as you breathe through that process, it'll limit, it'll start to ease. But the biggest thing that we do in this moment is we shout back we project we yell we get angry we react and everything comes back out so what happens is the tensions within us goes back out bang hits the environment outside of us we keep it in the field 
we keep it in our field, we keep it in the quantum field, and it just keeps circulating. So now that person goes, but we've got energy that's electromagnetic frequency that's attracting the next person dressed up with the same energy. And it's just an energetic game. It's like, yep, that person's gone. You ever notice that you attract the same relationship over and over again? You know, it's not because they're... Um, you have this amazing attraction for them physically, energetically, you're, you're a complete match. So when you go in and tune into this frequency and you start to feel that and you start to accept it and you start to give it love, it changes you. It changes your frequency. You start the healing process. You go up a level. You clear that out. It takes, it takes, takes a while. Like we do this with hypnosis um, as well. At the end of this, we, we do some shadow work, some inner child work. We clear that out and then elevates now guess what that person will come into your life not trigger you again or they won't come into your life ever again mm. you up level you've just knocked off you've just knocked off the boss from that level you know how you got that the video games you like got to beat the boss at the end of each level that's that's how i that's how i do it that's how i do it every single day that's how i teach my clients and it's just you just step in it's a stepping stone mm. to your truth each time you do it you're coming back home each time mm. I love that. And you spoke a bit in that about the field, about the quantum field. And I know we yeah, touched baby. on this a little bit before we started today. And you said you've been spending spending a lot of time there. So for people who are listening and they're wondering, what's the field? Tell well, us I've been doing a lot of talking. I'd love to. I'd love for you to tell me what the field is. That's a because I don't want this. Isn't an interview. Mm. I want this is a collaboration. <laughs> I know. I've gone into my little interviewing pod there. But I know you love it. I'm just doing that I out do. of respect. I know you've got a lot of wisdom in there too. The way that I would describe the field to me is this space of infinite possibilities, right? This space yeah. of infinite potentials beyond what my limited mind or my perceptions of this reality can see. Yeah. Right? The quantum is this space where nothing is but all is at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And I think... It's a place where we can actually tune in and see what our soul truly wants for us. There's so many different potentials, so many different possibilities for our life here. Yeah. So many things that we can tune into that we don't even realize are possible for us. Yeah. And then when we find ourselves, I see it as this process of surrender, right? It come, it starts. I remember when I started this journey and more and more was opening up to me. I was expanding more and I was scared and I was, mm -hmm. I feared this place. I feared being in this place. I was scared mm -hmm. to go in meditation because I was scared of like fully surrendering into, to what it meant to observe all these possibilities for myself. Wow. You were scared to go into so, meditation. Yeah. Yeah. For a long yeah, time. Wow. I mean, I would go into it and I would I can, start, I can, I can relate. start kind of tipping the edge. Yeah. Of, and it was scary. Yeah it would scare me yeah a lot like fright like fright i wouldn't say fright i would say more like shit like what's gonna happen you know this mm, loss of self that surrender just yeah, fully yeah. that's it totally related totally totally i was so terrified and this is yeah. what happens in your life right you've seen situations in your life where fully surrendering didn't feel safe because you hadn't cultivated that level of awareness yet. Yeah. So you're playing this out as the unknown, as being completely unsafe, because you haven't tested that out yet. You haven't got to know the unknown, right? You haven't built a relationship with 
living from the unknown, living every moment, not knowing what the next day is going to bring, what the next step is going to bring. <laughs> the hardest thing to do. <laughs> exactly. And until you do that in your reality, right? How are you meant to do that with yourself? Mm -hmm. With yourself, cultivating that trust, cultivating those foundations. And I feel like when you've got more, I guess we can call them esoteric things of going into the field. And even though to me, they're not that to me, they're just normal. But on the outside looking mm. in, you may see taking a leap in your reality would seem a bit easier than actually fully surrendering to this complete unknown place, allowing your mm. body and your mind, your conscious mind to just quieten down. And then for opening yourself up to who you truly are beyond your limitations mm. of this reality, right? And mm -hmm. the quantum is a space that you can access, that everybody can access. It's not a special place that certain people can mm. access. It's a place that everyone can. Yeah. And for it, sure. all it does is allow you to see what's beyond here, yeah. what's beyond the scene, what's beyond the known, and see things that are possible for you. Yeah. Right? There's so many potentials, so many possibilities, as I just said. And when we catch hold of one, when we see one, when it comes to us, right, we can then begin to learn what are the steps that we need to take in our reality to fulfill that, Yeah. to allow that to unfold. And that's mm -hmm. tapping into a lot of the feelings that are associated with this. Mm -hmm. And this does take some, I think... The way in which things like this unfold, they almost change as well. Because as we evolve here, we go back into the quantum and we're like, oh, that possibility doesn't actually feel that aligned anymore. Mm -hmm. So we also let go of things and open ourselves up to even more, right? And it's just yeah. a pure space for creation. Yeah. A pure space for creation. Like I said, nothing and everything at exactly the same time. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of Joe Dispenza work at the moment and mm. he uh, he used a, a really beautiful explanation because obviously he's all about the quantum field. He's a genius um, about it. <laughs> oh, man, crazy. Mm. And I've always been fascinated by the quantum field and I started studying it a couple of years ago, like hectic. Like when I get into something, you know, it's the one three manifest for me. When I get into something, I'm like, i got to know the nuts and the bolts. So <laughs> Everything. <laughs> everything, everything. And so I went to, um, anyway, I, I, the, the biggest thing that blows my mind with the quantum field is that, what Joe says is that it's we're always in it. Mm -hmm. We're always in it, but our mind, when we're in this high beta range, which is really like stress, it's it's like the very most active. Like you're you're working, right? Your mind is very very active. That process drops us out of it, mm. and so when we get into alpha, theta, we start to get back into it. And alpha is like a really sort of uh, relax, you're calm, you're able to sit there and have a conversation, but you're calm. Theta is like going, yeah, it's very creative. Theta is like very healing. It's a subconscious programming state. And then delta is where you're sleep dreaming, RM sleep, uh, REM sleeping. And so he was saying like you're always in it because of our particles in the quantum realm. It's just qu quantum physics is just this, the physics of the subatomic particles, right? And it's the 
It's the physics of the atomic structures of everything. And if we look at everything, we're 99.9% space, recurring nines, by the way, 99.9999 space. That means we're 0.0000000001% matter. Matter. Yet we play the matter game. Everything matters. But we're just energy. And this is the crazy thing that quantum physics since Albert Einstein and everything were starting to really expand on this was this, he called it spooky, you know, quantum physics. He called quantum entanglement, which was how two particles can interact from a distance very far apart. And when you tickle one, the other one reacts very far apart, kilometers apart. And he said, this is spooky action at a distance. He didn't like quantum right. physics at first. <laughs> yeah, because it, it broke down mm. all the structures of what they had Newtonian physics, Newtonian, right, which is very yeah. much like, which is crazy. So the, when I talk about the quantum field, this is the field of all potential because this is how quantum particles exist. There's a wave and a particle. So a particle is, a particle, a quantum particle is, an, just call it an atom, right, or an electron. Just call it an electron. An electron is the energetic uh, subatomic particle that runs on the outside of an atom that's around the structure, around the nucleus. And that, if, it, if you measure it, it, it can't be... So you will never know exactly where this atom is going to move to, this electron is going to move to on the outside of an atom. And so they tried to understand what, an, what a subatomic particle does with the double slit experiment which completely fucked everything because the double slit experiment was, and you can look it up. I'm not going to explain it too much, but what it basically said. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Because there was a good uh, explanation of it in that one. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's right. We talked about it then. And that's basically saying the particle can act as a, the, the, the electron, the subatomic particle can act as a particle or on a wave. And the wave is when we don't observe it or measure it. So there's a field of potentials, possibilities. And we call this the um, the uh, quantum possibilities, right? Where we are just an energetic frequency living on many on a, as a wave. But when we define who we are, when we live our life defined by our past, when we say, this is me, this is my story, then we become a particle. We, we drop out of potential possibilities. And so what we've got to do when we talk about getting into the field is we get rid of our story and we get into a place where there's nowhere, no time. It's outside of time and space. So when we get into meditation, you're just dropping out of the idea of you've got a schedule, you've got this. You just give yourself the time to just disconnect. Mm. We experience this when we're having fun. When we're having so much fun, people go, there's no, like time Time just disappeared. Like you, 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 when you're really in the flow with something, that's when you're in the field. And that's mm-hmm. where you can, and like what you what you do to manifest is, when you're in the field, you connect with a, an intention. Then you connect with a feeling, to ele- an elevated feeling of gratitude, joy, excitement, whatever that is, of cr- receiving that. And now in the field, which is outside of time and space, you're collapsing time. You're bringing that into alignment with you. So the, everything exists in the quantum field. The thing that you want to create, Emma wants to be a well-known interviewer, Right. That already exists, Emma, right? Mm. We have an idea of, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to get this qualification, I've got to get this opportunity and I've got to take a couple of years to build myself up. But it's already existing in the field, 
are all around you right now. And those fe that field is an electromagnetic frequency and you are an electromagnetic frequency. So what we train to do, what we train ourselves to do to get into the field to manifest is we train ourselves to get into the feeling of having it now. And now you turn on a beacon like a lighthouse bringing a ship into the art. And I use this analogy in my course. You use... You get into, you create the beacon, you turn your light on. You can't turn your light on when you're in your darkness, when you're in your story, when you're in your tension. So you've got to clear that shit first. But mm -hmm. now once you've got that shit clear, you're feeling good, boom, light your soul up with what you want, what you truly want from your heart. Your beacon will turn on. You've got your feeling that's really calling it like, oh, my God, it feels so good to have this money. It feels so good to be interviewing this person. It feels so good to be in my studio right now. I feel free. Cool. Because we don't want to wait until then to feel free, to feel excited, mm. to feel abundant. We want to feel it now. So we feel it now. We turn our light on. Now the quantum realm responds to an electromagnetic frequency that is similar to yours, and it brings it in. And what happens? Synchronicities kick in. We get people come up and knock on our door and we hear this conversation or we see this ad as we walk past um, on, a, on a billboard saying interview. We're, we're looking for an interviewer last minute really quick. Call this number. Bang. Emma's already got her opportunity. That shit mm -hmm. is how it happens. But we live in a material world and that's where our confines stop. We've forgotten that we are in the middle of fucking nowhere with millions and billions and trillions of stars and our galaxy is just like a shot glass in another like schooner glass which is in a bucket, which is in a bathtub, which is in a pool and that pool is in the ocean and we forget this, right? Exactly. And I, so, I think that's comforting to know. Like it sounds scary yeah. but it's so comforting to know. It right? comforts me too, man. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. That, you know, like this idea that we're just this small person on the earth in the middle of God knows where. Like, that's yeah. incredible. Mm -hmm. That's a miracle in itself. Like you think that miracles can't happen in your life. We're a fucking miracle. Amen. Reminding yourself that it's so powerful and remind you of how powerful you are. Yeah. There is literally the chances of us being here. <sighs> insane, know? eh? So the chances of you going after that thing that you want and making that your reality is exactly the same. It's so possible. A lot of people go worst case scenario. Like they're always thinking worst case scenario on this. Right? Like going after your dream. Yeah, but what happens if I waste all my time and then I should have gone in another direction? Yeah, but what if it actually was the thing that you love so much and it worked out even better? Like there's this game that we heard from this lady, Melanie Ann and Danny Ellen and I started playing it called the what if game, right? Mm -hmm. The what if, what if like you go, you play it just to like, what if all your wildest dreams came true plus more and you go bigger. Mm -hmm. And so we play that because it, it starts to get us to dream bigger. And that when you think about the elevated emotion and the manifestation of what you're trying to call in, what you're, what you're desiring, you're, you're basically just communicating with the quantum field in that moment, right? Mm. We're conditioned not to dream thing, big. We're conditioned yeah. not to dream big. Our education system wants us to totally. become slaves of the system. Totally. And allowing yourself to dream big. And even when you start off, when you start out doing this, right? If you're listening and you're just beginning this, you're just starting to realize some visions of things that you want in your life. Yeah. Know that. It's okay if you feel 
those thoughts of it's, it's not going to happen. Like what, uh, what if I, this doesn't happen? What about if this doesn't come in? How am I going to afford this? Blah, blah, blah. It's okay. If you're having those thoughts, it's totally mm. normal because coming out of that conditioning takes time. Yeah. Right? It takes patience, but it does happen. Like yeah. I can assure you it happens. I've seen it happen in my life. I'm sure Luke, you've seen it happen in your life. Oh yeah. One day, those thoughts just go, right? They just, yeah. they just go, but keep moving regardless, because yeah. trust me, when you have that faith in yourself, when you have that belief in your vision, that no matter what circumstances are coming in your reality, it has to make manifest mm-hmm. and it might change along Amen. the way. Your desires might change along the way. Cause as you kind of remove all the blocks and the limitations that are piled on top of your heart, the tension, as you spoke about earlier, you get deeper and deeper to your truth. And sometimes the things that you Boom. thought were your truth, right? There was a deeper level to that. The things yeah. that we wanted three, six Fuck months me. ago is so different gone. now, right? Gone. <laughs> like, <come on. laughs> let it go. Yeah. Let it go. You know, let yourself evolve. And with that, let your, let your truth and the things that you desire also evolve, right? Mm-hmm. But always stay in that feeling. It's all, it's all in the feeling that, that whatever mm. it is that you want, it's all down to that same feeling, that expansion, that freedom, that mm. ability to live a life that is just beyond limitations, which you can do. Look at, you just need to look at examples of people doing it to know that it's true. Like we mm. are examples of this. There's so many things that have happened in both of our lives. I know we've probably spoke about in previous episodes that on the outside, just look impossible. Like how, Mm. how the fuck did that happen? I even look back at some things and I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? And then I'm like, Mm. no, it's not how the fuck that happened. It's that's normal. Cause I was Mm. living in alignment with who I truly was. And I was putting that energy out there and that was coming back to me. Amen. You know, synchronicity is one of the things you talk about is like, Mm. there's so much here like getting out of the story of who we think we are i'm constantly doing that like we're just refreshing ourselves every time it's like hitting refresh on this on the on google chrome like refresh the browser refresh the browser i'm refreshing my browser every single day mm-hmm. right who am who can i how can i be more myself today how can i be more myself tomorrow and the next day and the next day i'm waking up i'm like what's me what's not me cool and i'm just coming home and that brings more of this calmness that i was talking about earlier more of this peace that's within me i don't need to respond i need to react in a certain way because i'm like that's just not me that's them and i i need to be the person that can hold down the light and the love in this moment for that person Mm -hmm. who is reacting because i i don't the funny thing is a lot of things i don't take personally that i used to take personally same. You know, it just doesn't affect you as much as it used to because you've come into yourself, into your body. I think as we get awareness of who we are and we start to cultivate that awareness of our body and start to feel more in connection with it, we start to realize our power naturally. Like it's it's just a natural phenomenon that occurs. And instead of being out there all the time, we're in here and we go, no, I know who I am. It takes mm-hmm. time. I know who I am, right? Um, but the synchronicities are one of the amazing things on this path is that we had a freaking epic synchronicity yesterday like go i love crazy. you know i love synchronicities <laughs> i know and I, i've been wanting mine's, to tell you mine's this always t-shirts go go for it i love is it t-shirts for anyone so who's gonna, listening like your synchronicities they're just things that kind of show up in your reality to like show you that you're on the right path basically so a lot yeah. of people know them as angel numbers but 
you know, there's so many other ways you can see it. Something on the billboard, like you spoke about earlier on a t-shirt. And it's, it's literally that thing that you're currently creating or that thing that yeah. you're experiencing. Yeah. So I'm going through a huge up level in my life right now. Like I'm, my coaching's changing, my therapy's changing, everything I'm doing is like, it's going deeper and deeper and deeper. So like um, the clients I'm working with are shifting, everything's shifting. Anyway, so we're going through this walk through the woods yesterday with Danielle and I, and we just we just love going there. We talk about the universe, we talk about life, we talk about business, we talk about everything, right? Nice. And we were sort of talking about like there were some doubts and concerns coming up around some area, some paths that we want to go down, mm-hmm. and and we're just chatting about it. And as in doubts Danielle, that were like you thought that they would prevent you from going down that path, or was it just? Like in not on the not the path in the forest in path yeah, in our yeah. life yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. okay cool you had doubts that, in I the... see how that confused that <laughs> no is it um, like doubts were there doubts that you were kind of like can we go down this path like questioning yourself or was it more just kind of tangible things it was no it was more like tangible things like um like are we on the right path like is mm. we should we be doing this just yet like are we feeling the call we're always checking in with our calling and our ego. Mm-hmm. Like, right, there's there's always like sometimes our ego thinks it's a calling and so we're just checking in with them. We're like, have we pushed this too far? Are we pushing down this path too much? Is it what we want to do? You know, like just stuff about life and business and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it was, To be honest, I probably couldn't even have the conversation again because it was it was just sort of the tension in our body that we just had to speak out. Of course. And which is really powerful, right? And I'm glad that we have that. And then we're going down this one path because it's just heaps of rabbit warren paths through this place, this this forest. And we we get to a point where we come out and we're like, oh, it's the wrong road. We, we need to go back. So we were like, oh, okay, we have to come back and go up this other path. And so we, we came back and came back up this other path and we see this, we see this like, like almost like this hand-painted sign on a tree that was hung up on the tree. And this is it, right? So it's like that's the hand-painted sign, and I'll read it to you. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay. So is that is that so it's it, on, like something's carved in a tree? So it's like it seems like it's a slice bit of log. Okay. Like it's a thin thin mm. log. So so that there's a slice of a log mm. of a tree, and it's written in blue. And we looked at it and we're like, "What's that say?" <laughs> and we're like, "Walk." We walk up to it and, it, and it says, "You have a mission on Earth." We are here to help you remember and how to guide you on how to accomplish it. We love you, the Pleiadians. What? <laughs> I know. I, and we looked at each other and we're just like, and we've got wow. history with the Pleiadians, right? Like we've had some yeah. serious, serious mm-hmm. shit happen with us. And, and I'm just like, we stopped and we were like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm. and we and we took a photo of him and we was like okay message received thank you mm-hmm. and it just threw our whole body it was like a flushing out of any concern mm-hmm. and these signs and synchronicities there's so many ideas of why they come and and, and carl jung studied them with an astro with a um a quantum physicist this tattoo actually that i've got i don't know if you I can can't see, it. see it is it bird right it's a it's a uh, how can I do this? It's a bird <laughs> with Everybody a. Just um, listening on audio, it's a bird. <laughs> it, it's a it's a yellow bird, and see here, this is a this is a clock. Oh yeah. And yeah. there's two there's two things in front of the clock. No, these are two like, little like creatures. Oh okay. There's yeah. two creatures in front and behind the clock, and it's about synchronicity. 
So this tattoo represents um, as we're moving through time and space, there's always something happening behind the scenes, mm -hmm. right? And so this tattoo is all about it. Anyway, they wrote the book, um, Wolfgang, he was the quantum physicist, mm -hmm. and Carl Jung, and they wrote it about through their dreams. So there was about all these dreams that were analysed. Is that the red anyway, book? Anyway, no, not the red book. I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to search it up. Um, but basically the synchronicities, we don't know exactly what's creating them. There are different theories, um, but some people in the spiritual world call them, you know, that you're, they're your guides, they're your angels, um, or it's subconscious. I've had, a, I've had subconscious, it's you, it's your higher self. But I've had a psychologist, doctor in psychology, transpersonal psychology, tell me, he's like, he did an ayahuasca journey and he said like, Everything was set up from his higher, from his future self a billion years ahead. Mm, in the future. I remember this one. You telling this one? So I don't know. There's all this stuff, but the basic of it is, is like it just helps me. Like, go cool. I've got support. I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that was pretty wild, eh? Mm -mm. I love those ones. I had one the other day as well, and it was. A, I've had this twice. The same woman with the same T-shirt that I've seen in a beef town twice in the past kind of six weeks and she's walking towards me i'll send you the picture later it's, it's pretty good she's got this big butterfly on her t-shirt and it says your wings are ready on it <laughs> and like the whole year i think a lot That's of awesome. us throughout this year we've been feeling almost kind of like in between phases right this kind yeah. of in betweenness feeling cocoon kind of feeling going within yeah. a lot of going within and I felt like that quite a bit this year. And I was thinking, you know, what, what's going on? Like, what am I meant to, what am I even meant to be doing? Right. What am I even meant to be doing? And the biggest thing that I've done yeah. in my life is this releasing the attachment to needing to know and just accepting that I don't need yeah, to know. Yeah. Being comfortable Amen. with not knowing is so transformative. Being comfortable yeah. with the unknown knowing that you're trusting it in that feeling, you're trusting in yeah. that potentials, you're trusting in God and in yourself, right? Yeah. You, and then, like, then those synchronicities, they're just there to... Uh, we were talking then about where they're from, and it doesn't actually matter where they're from. Yeah. But they are there to show you that you're on the right path. That's all that matters. So when you see Amen. them, they're a reflection of you. They're a reflection of a deeper truth that is in yourself. And that deeper truth that is within yourself Boom. knows, <laughs> mic drop, that deeper truth within yourself knows where it's going. Yeah. Con your conscious mind might not be able to comprehend it, right? Mm. There'll be sometimes things coming in saying, like you said, those doubts that come up, right? It's normal. We're still having yeah. a human experience, right? And our 100%. body has experienced not just our body in this lifetime, but ancestrally, past lives, our body has experienced in our DNA trauma, right? Survival instincts. So it's natural that they switch on when we're going to do something that it's outside of our comfort zone, beyond our limitations, right? But then mm -hmm. those synchronicities as a reflection of ourself are showing us you are going the right way and you can trust mm -hmm. this because there's the deeper truth that's in you that then is showing up in your reality. So when you see those, I think it's nice to not get attached to them, but just say thank you. Just so gratitude mm -hmm. for yourself coming through in that moment and saying to you, you're doing the right thing. 
You're taking the right path. You're making the right choices. And that's really powerful because that mm. shows you that you get to go after your dreams, right? You get to trust mm. yourself to go after them. Even if all the circumstances around you are saying differently, if that one mm -hmm. thing comes into your reality, like that, that thing that you saw and confirms your deeper truth, that's all you need to follow your path. That's all you need to go after your dreams, right? Amen. You just got to follow the breadcrumbs. Oh, yeah. Got to follow the breadcrumbs, Emma. We're, that's all we're doing. We don't. We don't. We're not immune to d doubt, concern. Totally. Like that's that's still part of us. But our courage, our courage, our bravery has to be bigger than our fears and our doubts. Just a little bit, so we can cross the cross cross over the line. And that's all we're doing. Is like we're still we're still battling, and we're just battling less of the ego because mm -hmm. each step you take, it it just takes one little inch off that ego thought, mm -hmm. that ego mind that's criticizing you, that's judging you, and so it's just like telling you don't go because it's trying to keep you safe, right? But you realize that when you're with the universe, you are safe. When you're with mm -hmm. the Creator, when you're with Source, when you're tapped into this place, you are safe. You can only create from us from an elevated well you're always creating but if you want to create a life of your dreams you create it from an elevated state not a depressed state not a tense state if you're creating it from a tense state you'll get the tense state mm -hmm. it's just a like versus like game you want to create from an elevated state and we can put ourselves into that each day with gratitude that's the base level that it comes back to what are you grateful for? Because you hate a lot of things in your life as you're starting this journey, but you'll also forget that you love a lot of things about your life, right? There's a couple of things that you can find and you just give that your absolute attention. Focus on that. Where your attention goes, your energy flows, right? And that'll build up more of it. You're just going to build the balloon of that thing that you're grateful for and it's going to expand, 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 expand. All of a sudden, shit, I feel like a million bucks. Oh, my God, I'm developing a new relationship with myself and now I'm fucking finding love that I never thought I'd ever be worthy of. Oh, this game, like like I said to Danielle the other night, I'm like, I want to crack this. I want to crack this motherfucker. I want to crack this game so I can tell everyone how to play it, mm. right? And that's all I'm doing and that's all you're doing. That's all we're both doing is like, we're just trying to crack this game so we can so we can play it to the best ability and win, right? Mm. There's there's a lot of people that think they're going to lose in this life. They think life is just about losing because that's all they've been, that's all they've seen. I'm telling you, I've lost a lot. You've lost a lot, but I'm not losing anymore. I'm winning, mm. and that changed up here. That was a visceral change in my body. That was a decision that I had to make. As a decision you had to make, Emma, to make sure that I don't want to be trapped in that past. I listened and I felt something push me out, pull me, want to pull me out of this place, and I had to find the courage and the and the bravery to get me there. Because mm -hmm. my legs had to move by myself. I didn't. I couldn't get pulled along by someone else. Spirit was trying to pull me by my heart, but my legs had to move my heart into place. I love that. How does it yeah. feel for you? To know, right now? That, to know that you're now winning. Yeah, to it's know good. That you're eh? now taking those steps. You know, I think about this a lot. I'm like, mm. I'm 
I'm very, very, very grateful. I'm very grateful that I get to make the decision for my life that I'm, you know, considering the times that we live in, I know that we've lived in such more privilege than we, our ancestors lived in. So I've got to be really, really grateful for the people that laid the foundation for me to be this way, but I've got to repay them by, by helping our future generation. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel, I feel like this is not just about me, that this is about my grandkids, kids, mm-hmm. that they will reap the fruits of my harvest, sowing the seeds today, they will reap the rewards of that three generations ahead. They won't have to do the hard work that I have to do. I had to do to get to this point in my life now, right? They didn't have to go through that violent household. They didn't have to go through those, like all those lessons that I had to learn because I've conquered them. If I, if I finish, if I win my game, then I set my next generation up to win their game. What does it a mean lot of us, to you to win the game? Good question. For me to win my game would be to me to be, be myself, to be my authentic self. And I've always said that, like, to me, for me to have an open heart and to be respectful, to be loving, to be compassionate um, and to follow my heart. And so whatever that calls me to do, if I'm like, if, if I can accomplish what my heart wants me to do, then that to me is winning the game. Mm. And where at what the moment are you not following your heart? And where at the moment am I not following my heart? I don't think I'm not. I think mm. I think I don't know where my heart's leading me. Mm. But I think like I, I, I dedicate time each day. Like not just twenty minutes. I dedicate hours each day to being in this space. I, so, like it's a practice to be connected to my heart, to that feeling. So you're really embodying that authentic self that's within you already almost. So you're winning at the game already at the moment. Yeah, but there's times where like we're all, you know, especially in a relationship where mm. you get tested, you get tested and you'll be like, because <laughs> when you're with the person that's most comfortable, the real you and the real ego comes out because it's comfortable (laughs) so like now i my job is to make sure i embody who i am here in when this door when this camera turns off in this house that this person doesn't change Mm. right that this person still shows up with a laugh with a joke swears um you know, doesn't lie. It's just full of integrity. Integrity is one of my biggest values. So I want to make sure that that person doesn't change as I go into the next room and the camera's off, Mm. right? It's like very different with social media these days. So that to me is like, I'm not perfect, but I'm way better than what I ever used to be. Mm. Like if I say I want to be integral, Mm. yeah. Go go again, carry on. I'll just say if I want to be integral, then I've got to live that value. A lot of Mm. people get caught and you can tell like energy speaks louder than words. If I was, mm. if I was talking shit, you, people would be able to tell. Mm. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Following that heart man is, is big. So like when I, when I do little shitty passive aggressive comments or when I, I pick up on it and I'm like, sorry. And I have to, I apologize straight away. Mm. Danielle. I said that was passive aggressive. I apologize. And it's like reclaiming your shit. Stop putting shit on other people. A lot of people are just, and this is like the level of where we're at is like 
I have to reclaim my projections because mm-hmm. it's not about them. It's about me, right? And if I'm guiding people, paying people are paying me to guide them down the journey, I know I've got to be following that. I've got to be already on that path. Mm-hmm. I can't be looking from the sidelines. Like that's why I sort of say mentor, right? We've talked about this before. Mentor is walking the path and saying, hey, this is the path. I'll take you as far as I've gone. And the coach is, you sort of see the coach unfit, overweight, sits from the sidelines, says, do this, do that, do that, without embodying mm-hmm. any of it themselves. They're not fit. They're not healthy. They can't do it. So I sort of use the word mentor because I want to make sure I'm practicing what I preach, right? Oh, yeah. And you can tell that you do. Like when we jump on these, like, I mean, for people who are listening, you know, we don't sit and plan these episodes. Just what comes up is straight from the heart, straight from that place of just what needs to come through. Yeah. It's, Depth is in our ability to share our truth from where we're at, from what we've experienced. And that truth evolves as we evolve. Amen. Right? And I think I love what you said there about just noticing yourself, right? Noticing yourself when you fall off a little bit. Noticing yourself without judgment. Just taking that back. Because every time we project out, we also project our power away from us. By seeing those projections and by claiming them back, we also take our power back. We also take mm-hmm. our ability to create, our ability to transcend things. When we see that as us, when we put that out there and we take that back, we're like, okay, what are you trying to show me now? Right. Mm-hmm. Where do I need to love more? Where do I need to be compassionate more? And that is so powerful. If all you get out of this journey is that, you've lived mm-hmm. an incredible life in my opinion. Like all of these outside things that we experience, right? The material things that we experience and they're not even material really, but material in terms of what we deem them as things outside of us, right? All these things that we experience, they're incredible and they're things that we get to expand more with. But the greatest success is what you, who you become, like Mm -hmm. who you really It's not even becoming, it's finding that depth within yourself and allowing that depth to express. And the more that you chip away at the things that stop letting you express that part of you, that is the success. That is the greatest Mm -hmm. part of the journey. It's that person that's within you that wants to come out, that authentic self and allowing that person to come out. That is the greatest part of this journey, the person that you get to embody, right? That is just everything. And I think... Mm. If you're going down this journey now and you're you're grippling with the idea of manifestation and bringing things into your life, start with who do you want to be, right? Yeah. Like we spoke about earlier, like you said, you get to be that person before it shows up in your reality, before you have proof of that person. Mm. You get to be that person. The mirror might not reflect back to you straight away, but you get to be that person before And that's the most amazing thing because then you realize when it comes into your reality that that was the thing that was never going to define you. You got to define yourself Mm -hmm. through who you were, through who you chose to be. Amen. And so before we finish up (laughs) and before we finish up on Ask Your Question, Mm. um, how do you feel, how do you feel in relation to like, where you currently are with with your truth now and so following your heart how do you manage to do that Hmm. i see where it's led me 
to this point. Yeah. I see where I look at the choices that I've made in my life. And I look at the choices that I've made from ego, the choices that I've made from trauma. And then yeah. I look at the choices that I've made from my heart, that I've made from yeah. my soul. And I get to see that those choices were the ones that have led me here. Yeah. And the choices that showed me lessons, they showed me great lessons that through a lot of pain, through a lot of things that maybe I wouldn't have experienced if I trusted my heart more. And that's not to judge mm -hmm. myself. Like I did what I bet could do best at that time, right? We're all doing what mm -hmm. we can best do. We get to learn from those experiences just as much as we get to learn from the good ones. But right now in my life, I'm following my heart in everything I do, in everything I do. And I'm seeing that reflect back to my reality. And okay, there might be things that come up are challenging, but I get to trust that part of myself because I've seen what it does for me. You know, I've seen yeah. that expansion that has come. And I look back, I learn from myself. I'm my best teacher always. My past yeah. self is my best teacher. My future self is my best teacher. Everything in my reality is my greatest teacher because it's like we said earlier, it's all me. Mm. So I guess right now it's, I have faith in something greater than me. That's been always my biggest driver. And by having faith in something greater than myself, I get to know that I'm more than my limitations. I'm more than what my mm. mind tells me is possible for me. And my heart mm. knows. My heart knows that there's more that's possible for me. Okay, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. I'll be honest, I have no idea what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know where it's taken me and that's all that yeah. matters because I'm following that feeling. Amen. Follow the feelings. Mm. It's a, it's, it's an interesting process. So how do you know the difference between your ego and your heart? Practice, a lot of practice, years of learning the difference Mis between the two. Mistakes. Lots Making mistakes. mistakes. Like practice, trial and error, right? Yep. One three, <laughs> if anyone yeah. doesn't know what a one three is, it's a profile in human design that's literally based on life being kind of a trial and error to figure things out. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah, it's trial and error, but it's also, it's knowing that like when you get to know yourself and you get to know your traumas and face those darker parts of yourself, those shadow parts of yourself and reintegrate them, yeah. you get to see that those these egoic voices, right? They were just parts of yourself that wanted to be seen. Parts mm. of yourself that wanted to be validated, wanted to be seen as worthy. They were just trying to get your attention by projecting mm. things into your outside world, by attaching onto things into the outside world that would make you feel worthy, that would make mm. you feel enough, right? Yeah. So when you're looking to your outside for things to define who you are, to define how you feel, then it's coming from trauma, it's coming from ego. When you're looking within saying, no, I wanna be this regardless of what my outside world is telling me. I wanna feel joy, mm. I wanna feel love, I wanna feel expansion because that's mm. my birthright, that's who I am, that's who I am behind everything else. Then you know you're being driven by something deeper than just your mm. ego or your traumas, you're being driven by source right? Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. It's like, go down the path regardless. Like, don't be scared to take the path because you're like, oh, I don't know if this is my heart or not. Just go down the path. But in the, exactly. when you get to the end, have humility to say, 
ah, oh, there's my ego, you know, but I could see the signs because that's cultivating your ability to tune into your heart in the future when you really need to be in your heart. This is more like the practice ground when you just get going, right? So it's like you're you're playing like a um, a season of baseball, for instance. I don't know what's coming out. Like you play seasons of baseball as a junior and you work your way up and you like go into the minor league and then eventually you've become so good at baseball that they get you in the major league and finally you've made it. So you're like I think of tuning into your heart as like trial and error through the minor leagues. Just practice, 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 make mistakes. Because I was saying this the other day, there is no failure when you have faith because you will have faith, you'll have so much faith that the failure will be guiding you onto your path because the Mm -hmm. lessons are so valuable. Mm -hmm. There is no other value other than for us as a soul is than learning. Mm -hmm. There is no greater value. Because as we learn, we become better, we become more truthful, we become more integral, we become more aligned, and alignment is the game. Awareness is the aim. We've got to get our awareness to put us into our alignment, onto our path, and then there it just flows. It's easy. There's no resistance. It's effortless. It doesn't mean you won't find challenging things. It's just effortless. You want mm-hmm. to fight the resistance because you know that there's something over the other side for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. So just as a takeaway for everyone from that, just keep going. (laughs) Just keep going. Just keep keep going. Keep doing well. Everything's good. If you're tuning into these episodes, whether it's on my podcast or you're on live or you're watching the replay on YouTube or Facebook, like you're doing the things. You're showing up for yourself. And those those who are looking to be better will get the exact reciprocation from the universe to support that. It's like whatever you're putting out, you're going to get back. Totally. You don't look for the don't have the expectations. Just it'll come. Mm, don't worry if you can't see it. Yet. It's there. Mm-hmm. Like Luca said earlier, there's always stuff working behind the scenes. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> always. Cool. Thanks, everyone. See you. Yeah, that next was beautiful. Week. That was a great episode. See you Take later, care. guys. Big bye love. bye. Ladies and gentlemen. You are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro.